Welcome to podcast number 197 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today's podcast is entitled, How to Be Full of Faith. So this is kind of an exciting message, and it's based upon something you've read in the Bible before. And I believe the Lord has a wonderful teaching for us today as we get into His Word and as we pray and ask for His guidance. So let's just pray now. Father, we thank You for the opportunity we have once again to get into Your Word, to examine what You've told us, and invite the Holy Spirit to explain to us exactly what Your Word means in every situation. And now I pray that the Holy Spirit would come in and take control of this podcast today, that He would move in a very special way, and those that are listening in today would receive a touch from the Lord, that they would receive the faith that they're looking for, that they would understand that you want us, Lord, to be full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit in our life. And so we anticipate that's going to take place. I believe now that the Holy Spirit's going to move in a very special way, and that people's lives will be touched, and the anointing will come down, and I'll give you praise and glory for it in advance. I want to thank you for what you're about to do, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, this podcast is going to be very different than what I've done in the past. I've never read so many scriptures as I'm going to read here, and I've never really read a story as long as I'm going to read it today. Now, it's only going to be a few minutes of reading, but I want you to understand that this particular story on how to be full of faith that has to do with the life of Stephen and I want you to understand that unless we read the story, unless we understand the background of this story, we'll not catch this teaching today. We'll not understand what this podcast is all about. Because my desire is to see all of us walk in the fullness of our faith and the fullness of the Holy Spirit in our life. Everything that we believe and all the faith that we have comes from the Word of God. So let's just read this story. It's found in Acts chapter 1. And I want you to understand that this podcast is based on the story of an ordinary man named Stephen. He was a man of simple means, really quite simple means. Let me read his story to you. And as I do, I want you to receive something that touches your heart because we are all ordinary people and we have ordinary backgrounds. And we have ordinary needs in our life, but we can do extraordinary things. And we see that in the life of Stephen. I want to remind you that I don't usually read this many verses in a scripture, but to understand what it means to be full of faith in the Holy Spirit, I need to give you the full story. So I'm reading out of the book of Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 6 in the New Living Translation. We will first see where Stephen came from what he went through, and how this relates to us. So here I am, Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 6 in the New Living Translation. But as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve, that's the twelve disciples, called a meeting of all the believers. They said, we apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. Verse 3, and so brothers select seven men who are well respected and are full of the spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word of God. Verse 5, everyone liked this idea and they chose the following. Stephen, and it says here in quotes, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Then they chose Philip and then Prochorus and then Nicanor and then Timon and then Paremius and Nicholas of Antioch, an earlier convert to the Jewish faith. Verse 6, these seven were presented to the apostles who prayed for them as they laid their hands on them. 
Now this gives us the background of Stephen and other men. Basically, they are all ordinary men who are drawn into a position where they need to do extraordinary service for the Lord. And they chose Stephen, and he's the only one that they talk about, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. I find that very fascinating. So let's move on now in Acts chapter 6 and verse number 8. Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. All right, now we see his spiritual position in life. Verse 9, but one day some men from the synagogue of freed slaves, as it was called, started to debate with him. They were Jews from Cyrene and Alexandria and Cilicia and the province of Asia. None of them could stand against the wisdom and the spirit with which Stephen spoke. Now, I'm going to stop right there because it's important to understand that as we seek to be full of the spirit and full of faith, we've got to understand that we need to gain wisdom and that wisdom comes from God, comes from reading his word and the Holy Spirit revealing his word to us and giving us wisdom beyond man's understanding. That's why sometimes we try to speak to people who are not Christians and we explain to them what it is to be saved, what it is to have salvation, what it is to be full of faith, even faith in itself. And they struggle with it because they don't have the Spirit of God living inside of them as we do. And therefore, we've got to remember to have compassion on those people and understanding that if they don't have the Spirit of God in them because they've given their life to Christ, it's hard for them to understand the things of God and the things of the Holy Spirit. So Stephen was speaking in wisdom, it says here, and they just couldn't understand it. So verse 11, so they persuaded some men to lie about Stephen, saying, we heard him blaspheme Moses and even God. This roused the people, the elders, and the teachers of religious law. So they arrested Stephen and brought him before the high council. All right, here's what they're doing. They're figuring, well, this guy's a man of faith. We don't understand what it's about. He's full of the spirit. We don't understand it either. So therefore, there must be something wrong with him. Rather than realizing that there was something wrong with them, they did not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and Stephen did. Verse 13, the lying witnesses said, this man is always speaking against the holy temple and against the the law of Moses. We have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the customs Moses handed down to us. Verse 15, at this point, everyone in the high council, listen to that, everyone it says, in the high council stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel. I think that is just wonderful to think that God had a man here that that was described in the Word of God as a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit and a man full of God's grace and power. And he performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. And as they were fighting him, these people were arguing against him and accusing him of things that he didn't do because there was a lying spirit of these people attacking Stephen. When all of a sudden they stood and they looked at Stephen, they saw something that just absolutely blew them away. They they looked at him because his face became as bright as an angel. Now try to picture that. Think about what's happening before this council, this council of evil people. All of a sudden, the power of God became powerful and visible to these people. And Stephen's life, because he was full of faith, people didn't even have to ask him questions. They knew how he stood just by taking a look at him. And I know that there are Christians that I know that I walk up to and you just sense that they're so full of the Holy Spirit and so full of power and the anointing of God that I just can't wait to hear what they have to say. And that's what we want. We want to be so full of faith and so full of the Spirit that when we speak, people then listen. They gather around. They want to 
to hear what I what you have to say. It reminds me of a story. Let me just kind of go back a little bit here. I'll tell you about a story when I was over at a Home Depot store looking to buy a refrigerator. And when I was over there, because we were remodeling our home, and I started talking to somebody about the refrigerator, and then I said, well, I have some questions. He said, well, there's a person over here I'd like you to share your, your questions with because he's a representative from this company. So all of a sudden, I had two or three people there. And as they stood around, I felt the Holy Spirit anoint me to give them an understanding of what it was to be a born-again believer. So I shared with them I was so, that I was so happy to be there because I had been healed of an incurable cancer. And immediately, I got their attention. And then all of a sudden, that group of two or three went up to five or six. I think it was between six and seven people that were gathered around this, in this appliance department in this store. And at that time, I was starting to pray. As I was starting to speak to them, I was kind of speaking to the Lord without them hearing it, saying, Lord, keep this place clear so that I can talk to these people. What was interesting, this was a big store, usually has lots of customers, but all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just kept everybody away. And as I'm talking to these people, I had my opportunity to share my faith, to tell them about the healing power of God. And then they started asking questions about miracles and questions about healings and all those things. And I had about a 15 minute session in that store to give glory to God because the power of God came over me. And I want us to understand, I'm not lifting myself up. I'm not promoting myself in any way. I'm trying to say it had anything to do with me, but the power of God moved in in that situation. And I just wanted to be ready that when that opportunity came, and if those opportunities come in our life to share about our faith, that we take advantage of it. And as I spoke to them, people were asking me about my faith. And it was a truly an amazing situation. I knew God set that up and the power of God was all over that place as the Spirit filled that conversation. Now, I'm not saying that I walk constantly being full of faith and full of the Spirit. I can, But I am saying this, that the Holy Spirit has taught me to be ready and to be available to the Holy Spirit when He moves in and He wants to fill me and give me an opportunity to share my faith with others. Let's move back into the story of Stephen now. We need to move on to... Acts chapter 7 now and verses 54 through 60. These are six verses that are really powerful because it it tells us that when we're full of the Spirit, we can handle just anything. Quite frankly, we can walk in faith and power and know that God is with us. So here's, I'm continuing this story about Stephen and how he was under attack. So here we are in Acts chapter 7, New Living Translation, verse 54. The Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusations against them. See, he was telling them, you guys just don't know what you're talking about and you need to know Jesus Christ. He was sharing about his faith. It says, they were infuriated by Stephen's accusations against them and they shook their fists at him in rage. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, here we go, gazed steadily into the heavens and saw the glory of God and he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Verse 56, and he told them, look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Verse 57, then they put their hands over their ears and began shouting. You see, people who don't want to hear the testimony of Jesus Christ in our life, they struggle with it. But there's other times when their ears are wide open and they won't put their hands over their ears. They will listen and hear to the testimony that we have. They rushed at him and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. His accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. By the way, that one became eventually the Apostle Paul. As they stoned him, Stephen prayed, Lord, receive my spirit. He fell to his knees shouting, don't charge them with this sin. And with that, 
he died. And then the final verse in that, in chapter 7, is Saul was one of the witnesses. He agreed completely with the killing of Stephen. That's actually in Romans chapter 8 and verse 1. The reason I read all that was to show you a story of a man who had a history of following God. He was given an opportunity. It was not a promotion. He was giving a servant's job in order to serve other people and bless the kingdom of God. And through that, his power in the Holy Spirit increased dramatically. And he witnessed to people and he shared his faith with others. Now, obviously today, fortunately, we live in America. Those of you who are listening that live in America, we can witness on the streets if we want to. We can build a church and testify of our faith in God. I know other countries, you can't do that. They're holding it back and they're keeping people from spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. But when we have that opportunity, we want to experience the fullness of our faith in that opportunity and It requires some work and preparation to be able to be full of faith. And Stephen got it by being a servant of God and serving other people. So you want to know how to be full of the Spirit? Then start to serve others and do something that'll bless the kingdom of God. Now, how many who've listened to this story want to be filled with faith and the Holy Spirit? Now think about that for a moment. When we are full of faith and the Spirit of God, there will not be any room for evil thoughts for greed, for fear, for hatred, for unforgiveness. Being filled with the Holy Spirit gives us a peace that passes all understanding, and that peace will guard our hearts and guard our minds in Christ Jesus. And you know, see, going back to Stephen, he was far away from being the only person full of faith in the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells many examples of people who were full of the Spirit and full of faith. In Acts chapter 13, verse 9, the Apostle Paul was said to be full of faith and the Spirit. Now, if we go back, remember the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 8 and verse 1, it says he was the one of the witnesses and he agreed completely with the killing of Stephen. But then he had his conversion. And then we read about that in Acts chapter 9. I won't get into that today. But when the Apostle Paul was filled with the Holy Spirit, he was filled with faith in the Spirit. And then in Acts 4, 8, Peter was said to be full of faith and the Spirit of God. So God isn't reserving it just for one or two people, but he does reserve a blessing of faith and being filled and being full of the Holy Spirit and filled with faith for those who are serving God and seeking him and serving him and serving others and blessing the kingdom of God. Now, as we move on, let me just make a couple comments here. Let's think about being full of faith. What would that mean to us? Now, to some, it means no doubt, no anxiety, having faith for anything in life. Now, Stephen lived in a a life, a simple life. He was not wealthy. He was not influential. Yet his faith influenced those with affluence. That means those who led other people, those with finances, those who were influencers of others. Stephen, a man of simple means and an ordinary man, had faith that influenced other people. So one of the reasons that I want to have faith and be full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit is that I want to be the influencer that God wants me to be. You see, Christians should be influencing the world. The world should not be influencing Christians. When it comes to our faith, we may want to have the ability to have power for prayer and all those things, and that's wonderful. But I believe we should also remember that our with our faith, we can be an influence to other people. Our faith can lead us to a higher spiritual walk with God. By faith, we walk in the Spirit. Being full of faith will bring 
us into living in the fruit of the Spirit. And we find that in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and, and self-control. Those are the things that will come into our life. And when we have those things in our life, we'll be a person of influence. So if you want to see the fullness of faith come into your life, that will lead, I believe that will lead us into operating in the fruit of the Spirit. And operating the fruit of the Spirit will make us an influence influence over other people. Now, never forget that the same God who brought life back to Lazarus is the one that we serve today. Never forget that the same God who parted the Red Sea is the one that we serve today and we pray to today. The same God who led David to kill Goliath is the one that we pray to today. It's the same God that we serve today. Now, if Stephen, who was an ordinary man, can be filled with faith and full of faith and full of the Spirit, then so can we. Let's claim that right now at this time. Let's believe that. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for those who are listening in today that they can be filled with the Spirit of God. They can be referred to as one full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit. And that fullness, Father, will make a difference in not only their lives, but in the lives of those around them. They'll be people of influence. And I claim that in Jesus' name. I believe that's your goal for us, Father. And so I pray in agreement with those listening in that they will be people of faith, of power, and of love, of influence. And I'll thank you for it in advance now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I think it's important to point out now that when I'm talking about the power that we want to have in our life and be people of influence. It's not because of us. It's because of the Spirit of God who lives in us. The Apostle Paul didn't say, I can do all things. What he says, well, I can do all things through Christ who lives within me. So that's important we understand that. You see, when we are full of faith and the Spirit, we have a divine anointing. We can see things that others call impossible, and we see them as possible. Stephen became an extraordinary man, even when he was just a person of an ordinary background. In Acts chapter 6 and verse 8, we read that Stephen was a man full of God's grace and power, and he performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. That can happen in our lives. If you and I have a desire to seek more of God, then we can see these things manifest in our life. I've taught in prior podcasts about the gifts of the Spirit and the power gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of miracles and healings, and those things can happen in our life, and we can see them come to pass, but we first got to seek God. We first got to bless others and bless the kingdom of God, and then we've got to understand that these blessings come from God for people who are hungry for more of Him. So I pray that all of us will have a greater desire for God and for His infilling and for His power in our life. It says in James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. And then verse 10, it says this, and that's what happens when we humble ourselves before God and we repent of our sins and ask for a closer walk with him. It says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. You see, God wants us to be full of his spirit, full of his power, and that'll happen when we repent. So if you want to have the power and fulfillment of the Holy Spirit in your life, we need to repent of the sins we've committed or anything in our past we need to get rid of. We need to ask God to forgive us and move forward, and then God's going to honor us, the Word of God says, and bless us 
and we will be full of faith and be people of influence. You know, I get to get excited about that. Thank God for all of that. Hallelujah. Let me add another comment. Full of faith Christians can do all things through Christ Jesus. Stephen was selected to serve in his church. The more he served, the greater his life was. How about us? Are we serving others? Do we use our talents to bless the church? Stephen was so drawn to serve Jesus by serving others that God gave Stephen power for miracles and great works. Now, that's something we didn't get into, but think about that. Have you ever had a desire to see miracles take place? Have you ever wanted to pray for someone who needed a miracle of healing or a miracle of restoration in their home or their family or deliverance from drugs or addictions or spiritual problems of some sort or another, evil temptations that they have in their life and you wanted to pray for them and you'd see those miracles take place? Well, we can have that when we're full of the Spirit. When Christians are full of the Spirit and full of faith, then we can pray over anything and we can believe for anything and we can believe like Paul taught about in the book of Romans in chapter chapter 4 and verse 17, where he preached about calling forth those things that are not as though they are. When we are full of faith and full of the Spirit, we can believe for things to happen even though they have not happened in the past or they seem impossible. But with God, we know all things are possible. So if we want to be full of of faith, then we have to learn how to interpret God's word for the need that we're facing. When we pray for someone, bring the word of God out and quote the word of God over that situation. If a person needs healing, then you need to get it. Luke 17, 19, where Jesus spoke the words, your faith has healed you. And when we believe that and when we speak that, we're full of faith through God's word and we'll see miracles take place. You see, Stephen did not only miracles, but great works. And the great works that he did basically confused all the evildoers around him. When he was speaking about the goodness of God and how they have turned, these people have turned against God and and that they crucified Jesus. And he was telling them about all the mistakes they made and the things they did wrong. They were just amazed. They couldn't even respond to him. They weren't able to talk on his level because God had taken Stephen to a new level of walking in faith and walking in the fullness of God in his life. And when that happens in our lives, We'll have wisdom beyond our adversaries and we'll be able to rise above them and see great victories take place in our life. And we'll be able to see miracles and great works take place in our life just like Stephen did. Remember, the God that Stephen served is the same God that we serve today. And God never changes. Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he parted the Red Sea through Moses using him, then he can part the Red Sea in your life. That's the challenge in your life, the difficulty that you're going through, he can part that, move it aside, and you can walk through it and be delivered and be saved in Jesus' name. If you're facing physical problems in your life, and it's something that the doctor has said, it's a death sentence, like I've had a couple of those in my own life, you can take authority over that in Jesus' name and say, well, thank you, doctor, and you're very kind, but I'm just believing that God's going to heal me. I believe he's going to restore me. And God then, the same one who parted the Red Sea, can part that disease from you and remove it from you 
in faith you can believe it and receive it and call forth that thing that's not as though that it is and walk in faith and walk in the fullness of God. You can tell that I was a preacher once because when I was preaching to my church, I just felt the power of God so many times that I wanted to share with people and I'm feeling that power right now. I'm feeling that anointing right now. So with that anointing, I don't dare walk away from it right now. I just need to stop and ask the Holy Spirit to lead exactly how we complete and finish out this podcast today. I think I should pray. Father, once again, I pray an anointing would come down upon those who are listening and they will walk in power and authority in the Holy Spirit. And they will be full of faith and full of the power of Spirit of God. And they will see miracles in their life. When they pray for miracles for others, those miracles will come to pass. And if they need a miracle in their own life, I pray they would lay hands on themselves and claim that miracle in Jesus' name. I believe that now, and I pray that the Spirit of God is working who, through whomever is listening to this podcast today. And I believe the anointing of the Holy Ghost is all over you so that you can claim the victory and challenges in your life and in the lives of others. So I ask this and believe for that now in Jesus' name. You see, when we feel the presence of God and the power of God in our life, we've got to move forward and take authority over those challenges that we face in our life. You see, there's a couple things about Stephen that I really, really enjoyed reading about. A couple of them impressed me were found in verse number 10 and verse number 15 in chapter 6 of the book of Acts. Let me read 10 to you all first. That's Acts chapter 6 and verse number 10. None of them could stand against the wisdom and the spirit with which Stephen spoke. You know, that reminds me of when I was at the doctor here about seven years ago, and he said, you may only have six months to live. And I said, well, I'm going to be fine. In Jesus' name, I'm going to be healed and restored. And he said, well, this is incurable. And I said, yeah, I know. To man it is. But with God, it's it's not incurable. All God has to do is speak the word. He This, this doctor didn't understand it. He was a nice guy, and he was very kind to me when I was sharing my thoughts with him. But he couldn't understand it because I knew that God was going to heal me. And this man only knew what the science that he had learned told him. And so we've got to understand that we can operate in that kind of wisdom and in the spirit in which Stephen spoke, we can speak in that kind of authority right now and claim it in Jesus' name. And then in verse 15, chapter 6 in book of Acts, it said here, at this point, everyone in the high council stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel. I'm telling you, I can just picture that and I can sense that power that was in that room at that time. And I believe that power is available to us. So I claim that now for you and for your family and for those that you love. And I claim that that power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit would flow through you to bless and help others. Now, as I close this podcast today, my prayer is that we will all desire to walk as close to God as possible. May we be full of faith. May our faith make us people of influence. May that influence bring forth a great revival in America and around the world. Stephen was an average man, an ordinary man who did extraordinary things for God. He was a man of faith. And I pray that that'll happen in your life. Even though we are all, myself included, ordinary people, we can become extraordinary with the power of God operating in our life. And I'll thank God for that in advance and give him all the praise and glory for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you've been blessed by this podcast today. I know I've really enjoyed putting it together and and reading the scriptures. I've never used so many scriptures and read so much on a particular story, but I think in this particular case, it was just crucial to do that. So I hope that it blessed you. If you'd like to listen to more of the teachings we've had on faith, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. 
www.thepowerofpositivityradio.com. And when you get there, there'll be a link to the 197 now podcasts that we've done. And in the last several weeks, we've done podcasts on faith. We've covered a lot of topics dealing with faith, but I believe it's blessed a lot of folks, and I pray that it'll be a blessing to you when you go there. In addition to that, when you get to my webpage, you can look, scroll down just a little bit, and you'll see a number of books that I've written. I hope that they'll be a blessing to you. They're available through Amazon or wherever you buy your books. You can go and see the books that I've written on faith and on finances and on prosperity and on generosity and things and topics I think that'll be a blessing to you. So if you'd like to get that, I pray that it's there for you to use. In addition to that, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. The name of this podcast, all my podcasts, is under the title of Quality Christian Living. I believe Quality Christian Living was designed to help people live an abundant life, quality life, and their walk with God, that they would walk in faith and love and hope, that they be filled with joy and the goodness of God, and truly live a quality Christian life, and be an example of what Jesus Christ can do to our lives and how the Holy Spirit can lead us and guide us and direct us. Now, I'm going to continue this teaching on faith. And in the next podcast coming up, we're going to be dealing with the subject of faith and how faith is a breakthrough in our prayers. Now, you might say, well, that's kind of obvious. You have to have faith in order to have prayers that are effective. But see, we don't truly understand what the Bible means when it says the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous one availeth much. And I believe all of us at one time or another in our life have had kind of a standard prayer like, now I lay me down to sleep, I pray my soul to keep, or something like that, or something we learned maybe in school when we were a little kid, but our prayers need to grow. They need to be powerful and confident in our faith. And so our faith needs to grow in order to have effective prayers. And so with that, I'm going to be doing a podcast to try and help us understand how to have effective fervent prayers and what it means when it says it availeth much. And so with that, I'm excited about that teaching and I hope that you'll join with us in our next podcast to hear this teaching on faith is a breakthrough in our prayers. Now, in addition to that, I'll be doing another podcast right after that. And I believe it's going to be called What Robs Us of faith because there's a lot of times we have faith to believe that circumstances, trials, problems happen in our life and it'll rob us from the confidence we have in our faith and that's something that God doesn't want in our life and neither do we. So with that, I pray that you'll tune back in and I'll be looking forward to seeing you at that time. So I want to close with these words to you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. My next episode is going to be on faith. I can tell you that right now and I'm excited about it. So until then, may God richly bless you and may your faith grow and may we all learn how to walk in the fullness of faith and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening in.